Moe race today, seven event card, the first event at 105. The track is rated a good four. The rail is out six metres for the card. The fixed odds uh, second favourite at the moment uh, for the opening event is Torinali, trained by uh, Julius Sander, who joins us now to talk about the uh, chances of um, one of the key players in race number one. How are you, Julius? I'm great, thanks, Dan. How are you? Yeah, going really well. Um, you've got Torin Ali in the first event. Uh, good, good debut performance. Um, how's he? How's Torin Ali placed uh, today at Moi? Or she is. Well, she's good. She's in good. She's trained on well, and uh, she pulled up from a race super. She's been doing well at home. Uh, she galloped great on Saturday in preparation for this race. Um, it's not a big field, but it's a nice competitive field. It'll be a good test for her. Uh, that being said, um, you know, if she goes in and performs the way she did on debut, and uh, if I'm right about how she's trained on from that run, I think she'll be very, very competitive. Okay. Good gate today, up in trip uh, they by Torinado, as you made mention of. Um, it looks quite suitable then? It looks very suitable. I think she'll sit. I mean, she was a bit forward the other day, but got wide. Um, she'll probably get a cozy run, uh, maybe, you know, two or three pairs back to the outside. And, uh, you know, it's, like I said, it's not a big deal. She'll she'll get a nice run in the race and hopefully present on the top of the bend and uh, uh, she'll have something in the tank to uh, get the choppers. Just while we were chatting with you, she'd gone out to $2.80 and uh, Polyphonic number seven has firmed slightly into two forty. So it, it looks your main danger there. But uh, $2.80 at the moment for Torinale. We're well, about six sleeps away, Julius. Uh, have you got anything going on next Saturday? Uh, yeah, just a lazy Saturday at the Garfield race is not much. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, and, uh, and it's, it's, it's it, exciting time. For you, I think we just lost Julius there. He, he might be lost for words after the race next. We just dropped no, out for a you, second there, Julius. Me, can you hear me now? Can can indeed. Yep. All right, Robbie. Yeah, I just said the team's done a super job to keep him sticking uh, along, and he's doing well. And um, you know, all we can do is uh, keep him in the best shape possible and get him to the race next Saturday. And uh, what will be, will be. Yeah, we're talking about Lofty Strike, of course, who's unbeaten and heads to the Blue Diamond uh, next uh, Saturday. Uh, just an update on, on Lofty Strike. Um, what sort of improvement do you think he's taken out of his second start? Hey, you know, he's, he's the, the, one of his biggest strengths, and I keep harping on about this, but the, the, I, I can't stop reiterating the fact is one of his biggest strengths is he's mentally a very, very strong horse. And nothing seems to faze him. He's come through that race like he's done it several times before. He's just sticked over beautifully. He's eating great. He, he's, uh, he's working good. He'll have a nice gallop on Tuesday in preparation for the race. But uh, so far, uh, every indication that he's given me is that he's just uh, lapped up all of the racing that we've put him through so far. And uh, he's, uh, he's as good as he can be. Yeah, that's exciting. Oh, look, fingers crossed. I think a lot of people will be supporting you there, and uh, uh, hopefully, it's a it's a it's a great day, a memorable day for you with Lofty Strike uh, next week. But one step at a time. Good luck with Torinali in the first today at Moi. I appreciate that, Dan. Thank you.
Julius Sandu there. He's, he's quite a character, but he's got a really, really good horse. And Trav Noonan uh, joins us now to have a look at that Maui program. Um, well, we just don't know how good Lofty Strike is. Uh, he looked a good horse on debut. Probably surprised everyone that he was as good a price as he was at his second start. But he was equally impressive against better opposition. There were five unbeaten horses in that race. And they ran first to fifth, but there's only one beat, unbeaten horse that came out of that race, Trav. Yeah, he's a remarkable little horse, isn't he? Lofty Strike, he just keeps rising to the occasion and gee, be fantastic for Julius and, and for Jamie Mott if he's able to win a Group 1 Blue Diamond and keeps the dream alive for uh, many small trainers and small participants in the game, that's for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, we might... Uh, get your thoughts on the potential uh, lineups and some of the Group One races after we have a look at uh, at Moi today. Uh, the rail's at six metres. It's a good four track. Uh, there's some riders I'll just deal with now. Race two, number one, Divine Wit is Robbie Downey. Number twelve, Mean Boss is Brian Higgins. Race four, number nine, He's Striking. The jockey is Jason Benbow. In race five, number five, Langworthy is Damian Thornton. Race 7, number 7, Speed Cube, is Damien Thornton. And there's a couple of races there where there are duplicate riders, so they haven't uh, haven't been altered as yet. Race 3, Damien Thornton's down for numbers 9 and 12. And in race 7, Zach Spain is down for numbers 2 and uh, 9. So if they come through while we're on air this morning... I will uh, I will pass them on. So we kick off the day uh, with a 1,628-metre maiden. They're all cup races today, a seven-event program. Uh, Polyphonic and Torinali dominate the market. You would have just heard uh, Julius Sandu make a good case for Torinali, but punters are making a good case for seven Polyphonic at $2.40. Torinali, $2.80. Trav and uh, Margaret's band are the other one in the market at six fifty. Yeah, I'm with Julius's horse here, Torinali. I thought the first up run at Pakenham, or debut run, was really good. Um, behind Always On My Mind, who's a filly I've got a big opinion of. I think she's maybe stakes class filly, Always On My Mind. And this horse was really strong the last 200, 14th best last 200 of the day. Looks like the step out to the miles really going to suit being out of as a Bill Mare. And Mertens and Sandu, such a great combination. I think she gets a good run here. And surprised she's not favourite uh, in front of Polyphonic, who's Certainly hasn't done anything wrong to date in its uh, two starts. Another one who's going to be better suited up to the 1,600 metres comes from the 1,300 behind Heskett. Form out of that race, obviously pretty strong with Heskett winning at the Valley on Friday night. Um, a little bit short at the price, but certainly the danger. Six Margaret's banter in for third, who's racing in really good form on the home track. You have to respect the Galagotis boys and good effort last time went second behind uh, LaPlui at Mornington. And then one Arctic Stone, who's perhaps an, another improver getting up towards this distance range. Wasn't a bad effort at all last time at Kite and when led up on speed at the 14.50. Uh, assumed similar tactics again today and she'll be right in the finish. 2.761 in the opener. Race two, scratchings are 6, 7 and 13. Mystery Eclipse number 10. Heads the market at 2.60 from number four, Collison at 3.50 and... Uh, Clymene, number eight, the uh, first starter at 4.20. Yeah, I'm with Clymene. Uh, she's only had a, a few jump-outs and trials, but she's out of a really good-performed race mare in a Flea Esprit, who won you know, nearly 428000 in prize money. I thought the recent trial at Cranbourne behind Hydro Star, she was asked for an effort, but that was a really quick heat. They sort of ran 45.35 to the 800 at Cranbourne. You're going below 46 seconds over 800 metres at Cranbourne. Uh, that's really low-flying, and 
just considering that was such a fast run trial, she probably looked a little bit worse than what she actually was. She got through the line really strong. I think the kickoff point here at 1,100 metres looks ideal. Damien Thornton from Barrier 1 will have a few options. If she jumps away well, she can hold a spot. Otherwise, he can just plot for a run midfield. And I thought at the price, she's, she's worthy of a play here, Kwamein on top. From the 10, Mystery Eclipse, who's been so consistent in both runs back this campaign. She's been unluckily sort of defeated in some ways at Yarra Valley and Benalla. She's going to put herself right up on top of the speed. You know exactly what's going to happen here with Liam Reardon. She'll lead. She'll give you a good sight. It's just the last 100 whether she gets run down. Or Collison chase pinstriped uh, here at his last time at Maui, so he'd be much better placed uh, in this race. I thought he was good first up at Ararat where he got back, uh, probably just blew out in condition a little bit late. He'll be improved off that performance. And 11 phase two has trialled well in preparation for this. 8, two, uh, eight 10, 4, 11 in race number two. Race three, uh, the scratchings are six and eight. Favourite is 11, Zuvalu at 2.60, as opposed to Tuvalu, who, who ran yesterday. Uh, 3.90 for Tipping Woody, number three. 4.40, number four, top honours. And 5.50 for number 10, Will Brander, the top four on the market. Yeah, Tipping Woody I've got on top here from the Price Kent Junior Stable. I thought his trial recently at Cranbourne was really good there over the 9.90 metres, where he was just beaten by Black Ivory. He, horse, I think he'll be able to put himself up on top of the speed. He's had a couple of jump outs uh, in preparation for this, and I think he'll come to the races knowing what to do from barrier four, Liam Reardon, I think puts him on top of the speed, and I think he's a really good chance, Tip and Woody, to beat the four top honours, who ran some really good races in some strong maidens last time in, you know, sort of whilst beating sort of five, four lengths, but by horses like Frontman, Character, Her Empire, a little Saturday competitive, and I think his trial leading into this in uh, the Hydro Star trial was very good. He'll he'll run a good race for you first up. Zubaloo, I think, is a little bit short at uh, the price, probably because of the moody factor. I thought she was a little bit disappointing behind the lead icon at Mooney Valley last time. The run prior at Geelong, I thought she had her chance. Certainly comes into this race with leading claims, but just think she's a little bit short at the price. An 11 well branded can improve off that first up run at Terrain. She's trialled reasonably at Tatura since then. 3, 4, 11, 10 in the third. Seven event card at Maui and the first leg of the main uh, quaddy, the crossover leg, I guess, but the first leg of the main quaddy is race number four and the scratching is number 11. $2.30 about number two, War at Sea. Four is the midnight shift at $3.30, and then out to $7.50 for number five, Doomstar. Yeah, this is a tough little race. Um, Dean Lester obviously made War at Sea his best for the day at Maui, so I've gone against him here, though, with the midnight shift, who I think is about ready to win. It's been a while since he's won a race. He's only won three from 44, but his last start effort at Kitan was pretty good over the 18.50, and he'll be much better suited out to this longer trip. Uh, all of his wins have come at 2,000 metres plus. He maps for a good run. Uh, I think he'll be hard to beat before the midnight shift. In front of two, War at Sea, who certainly was a good winner last time at Bendigo when getting out to 2,400 metres. He looks like a true stayer. Billy Egan from Barrier 10. I imagine he goes back in the field and will have the last crack at them late. Five Doomstar finally broke through last start at start number 31. Um, he's certainly a very consistent galloper. Never runs a poor race. And he'll be right there when the whips are cracking. And eight, the quest is perhaps the big improver getting out of this trip, um, getting fitter. Two, uh, four, two, five, eight.
race five, and this race has one withdrawal. That's number 11. $2.30 free flying star, number seven. Travers the favourite ahead of Langworthy, number five at $4.40. Uh, Anchorman at uh, $6.50, uh, horse number three. One of his stable names, Ron. <laughs> yeah, I think that could be the case, Dan. Uh, Brian McGrath. Good little trainer from Cranbourne. Um, I think I've got him on top, Anchor Man, our, our man Ron. Uh, I think he's going really well this campaign. I thought his run first up at Werribee was very good. Came home in the quickest last 200 of that race. Step up to the mile looks ideal. Zero to 58 grade a tick. So uh, Matty Cartwright riding well. Um, I'm pushing into Anchor Man the three from the seven free flying star who is knocking on the door this campaign. She can't do much more than what she's been doing, but um, she's only got the one win from 16 starts and does get a long way back usually in her races. But Benny Allen on board, perhaps that's the, the key to getting her over the line because, gee, Benny's riding in some form. His last 100 uh, rides, Ben's going at 18% strike rate, 37% profit on turnover, not many riding better. Five Langworthy comes through a 64 last start on the quick backup, better suited here. And one gold Ollie can pull out a run fresh, 3751. In race number five, Moe race number six, and the scratchings here are two, seven, and nine. Dr. Koto, number three, is at $3 and is the favourite. 340 for Run Amigo, which is number four. 310 for number one Magic. Drum. So there's not a lot between the top three. Any one of them could actually run the favourite. Yeah, uh, surprising to see a horse like Run Amigo so short in the market. Given last week uh, he ran at Werribee, he started three dollars twenty and a zero to fifty eight, and he ran second last. I thought he was pretty disappointing, um, but just shows you probably the strength of this race. I've gone with the maiden galloper here, though Magic Drum. I thought his run last start at Yarra Valley was pretty good behind Toffee Nuts, and I just think the Maidens is coming through are perhaps stronger than the 0-58. to 58. So gets a good run here for Jason Bembo. I think this is a good placement from Casey Wilson, and I think he can break through today. One magic drum on top from the three, Dr. Koto. He's warming back to somewhere near his better form. I thought his run last start was okay at sale, uh, and that was on a heavy track, which he doesn't really handle back to a... Uh, a little bit more suitable surface today. Damien Thornton in the saddle and a 0-58 to 58 grade. I think he'll bounce back. Five Baroque Express back in this grade, I think, can pull out a run. He's probably going not at his career best, but uh, if he found it somewhere near his best, he'd be very competitive. And then for Run Amigo, um, he's not one of my favourite horses, but perhaps he can bounce back for Jamie Edwards today after a disappointing run last start. One, three, five, four. And then on to the last event, and the scratchings are 1, 5, 12, and 13. Number 3, Just Malcolm at $2.80. Heads the market from 4, Bush Christmas at $3, and 2, Yankee Lure at $4. Yeah, going with a bit of a uh, horse you haven't mentioned there in the market, Dan, in Way Laid, who's a maiden galloper and jumped out really well at Cranbourne against Blood Oath, who's a handy horse, and there's some nice horses in behind him, like Rock Ribbed. Uh, I think that's just a bit better form line than a few of these, and I, I think he's come back a much better horse this campaign. He had the first campaign last time for Shea and ran some good races, uh, but I think he's come back in good order. Zach Spain from Barrier 1 hopefully just gets a little bit of luck at a key stage. And I think he can win the nine-way lead. From four, Bush Christmas, great effort first uh, last time at Mornington. Got very close to Twiggy Pop. 
If he holds that form, he's going to be right in the money here. But the bar plate's on for the first time. Just a little concerned. Two Yankee lose racing in really good form. Tack the line strong there behind Mel Distro. I think Moe will suit him getting to the outside of the track. And then the three, Just Malcolm, uh, who's racing also in pretty good form. Nine, four, two, three in the last. $7.50 about your top pick there, Waylade. So it looks like it might be a pretty good each-way play. Hence, now your best bets on the card. Yeah, doing something a bit different this week, Dan. So best bet uh, and the value are both maiden gallopers in 0 to 58, but uh, happy to be with the best bet race 6, number 1, Magic Drum. I think he's really well placed to break through. And the value, race 7, number 9, Way Laid. I think 750, that's a good price. Uh, the Quaddy, race 4, will take 245. Race 5, 3 and 5. Race 6, 135. And in the last, 2349. And a bit of value about uh, your topic there. Um, you, you're well known and much appreciated for, for putting together a, a potential early uh, fields for some of the big races. And we've got a great day coming up next week at Caulfield with three Group 1s. Um, how are you placed in running through uh, some of the likely uh, uh, fields for, for next Saturday? Yeah, I think really well. We're in a good spot. I think the Oakley Plate's going to be near capacity field. The Futurity, um, we'll touch on probably first. This is a race that's fallen away. Um, with I'm, uh, Behemoth sort of being ruled out for the autumn and uh, also the retirement of Probabile during the week, it's left with a real small field. So Tefane, I'm Thunderstruck, will definitely be there out of the all. Kieran Ma suggested this morning that Lighthouse will probably dodge the race. Uh, and then we've, I've got Sierra Sue and Churras. So there's an option there for trainers if you're listening and you've got a horse who's you know, on that cups of sort of Group 3, Group 2 level, perhaps a, a good chance of running some really good prize money and picking up you know, maybe a Group 1 placing because it uh, looks a small field for the Futurity uh, at the moment. Uh, the Oakley Plate, as I said, is going to be capacity. Wild Ruler and Zatori at sort of 112 rating will be your top weight at 58. Probably leaves Morabi, I think, with 54. Um, which will get Ben Allen's weight. So hopefully he's able to ride his favourite mare. Uh, good, strong hand from Godolphin. They'll run Pulele and ingratiating. Minaj will be there with Kieran McAvoy. Of course, she had such a great spring. And uh, also expecting General Bo to line up there first up. And I think a decision to be made whether Brooklyn Hustle sort of contests the Oakley Plate as well this week. And the Blue Diamond... Um, Probably not as big a field as what we were expecting. It probably still will be capacity, but there's a lot of horses sort of in the order of entry up the top who are sort of coming out. So horses sort of 50, if in the order of entry, are good chances of actually making the field. A horse like Hafey, who was a uh, Bendigo maiden winner, he'll make the field there on Saturday. So um, you've got Lofty Strike, of course, with Jamie Mott. Jamie Carr will ride Revolutionary Miss. And then, yeah, Damien Lane on Jack and Owen, Kieran McAvoy on Rampant Line. So can't wait for the races on Saturday, but you can catch all those uh, likely fields in an article form on racing.com a bit later today. Yeah, terrific. Very exciting indeed. Uh, a bumper day, isn't it, next uh, next Saturday at uh, at Caulfield? What's your early tip for the Blue Diamond? Uh, good, good question. Uh, I think Jack and Owen. Uh, if he can get everything yep. right at the start, he's certainly going to be hard to beat because he's got such a damaging turn of foot. Yep, yep. No, I'm sure there'll be plenty of opinions uh, based on what we've seen in the two-year-old ranks uh, so far. Uh, Trav, thanks for that. I hope you've enjoyed the morning. We've enjoyed having you on and uh, I wish you well uh, with your, your tipping and if you're that way inclined, you're punting today as well at Moey and or wherever. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Enjoyed it.